and wonderful man virtually died in my arms. My main purpose in this writing is to demonstrate the distinctive merits and continuing relevance of psychotherapy in today's world. The short stories and case studies I've chosen reveal the profound impact that self-awareness has on people's lives and their relationships. I believe these personal narratives are worth telling, from both a literary and a psychological perspective. The latter value not only lies in the illumination of the essence of the therapeutic process, but also in the courage shown by anyone who embarks on the arduous expedition towards self-understanding. My Theoretical Approach Many years ago, I was privileged to work with deeply disturbed schizophrenic patients in a unique residential center. Living with and helping these people come to understand themselves made me acutely conscious of the role psychological defenses play, especially the role of fantasy, in compensating for and adapting to painful emotional trauma. I have spent the remainder of my professional life dedicated to understanding psychological defense formation, the part that defenses play in people's resistance in psychotherapy and their resistance to pursuing a better life in general. Neurotic behavior can be viewed as analogous to physical disorders such as allergic reactions or pneumonia. In the latter, the body's defenses to an outside agent are the major cause of the pathology. In the case of mental disorders, the defenses we form are the major cause of our maladaptation later in life. To the extent that a child is fortunate enough to have parents who are attuned and loving, the child will flourish. To the extent that there is rejection and emotional deprivation, children tend to form a fantasy bond with their parents, to help cope with the emotional pain they are undergoing. In their imagined connection or union with the parent or parents, children, even adult children, tend to idealize them and simultaneously incorporate or take into themselves the parent's critical, negative attitudes. They feel that the parent is good and they themselves are bad or unlovable. This largely unconscious process becomes the enemy within, the underlying internalized negative thought process, which I call the critical inner voice has a very destructive influence on the child's and later the adult's approach to life. My theory, separation theory, is a synthesis of psychoanalytic and existential theories that explains how defenses formed early in life to protect against psychological pain and trauma are supported and intensified when the child becomes aware of his or her mortality. From that time on, reminders of death support defensive solutions, such as inwardness and isolation, alienation, cynicism and distrust, reliance on substance abuse, routines or other escapes, and many other issues. I have found that my theory reflects the core conflict that every individual faces with the awareness of the inevitability of death. The choice is to invest in and pursue love and life, or to retreat and attempt to defend oneself. In essence, the option to align oneself with life or to align oneself with death. How I Discovered the Critical Inner Voice
The voice was discovered within the context of the therapeutic alliance. The concept of the critical inner voice and the voice therapy techniques were not directly derived from theoretical considerations. Rather, they emerged and devolved through interactions between real people. Early in my clinical practice, I became aware that people appeared to be abnormally sensitive to certain kinds of feedback. For example, many people would become angry and defensive when confronted with information about themselves in group therapy sessions. I also observed that people seemed to prejudge themselves in self-deprecating ways. Therefore, any external commentary or judgment, whether mild or harsh, could trigger self-critical thoughts. I recognized that people are not necessarily hurt by criticisms that are leveled against them. They are, however...